0: Welcome to The Sarah Scoop Show. It's time to get the scoop with Sarah. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Sarah Scoop Show. Today, our guest is Rebecca Metz, and she's got her friend Harper there with her, too. So, Thank you so much for joining us. This is really exciting. Anyone that has pretty much watched any show has probably (laughs) seen Rebecca before. I am so impressed with all of the roles that you've done, I would love to just hear how you got started with acting and what drew you to it.
1: I kind of always wanted to do it. I mean, I, I, the first time that I remember thinking about being an actor was when I was a kid watching The Muppet Show and just like, watching everything going on like backstage at the Muppet Theater and being like, those seem like people I would wanna hang out with. But also my parents were, are both singers, classically trained singers and, They would work with community choruses and do musicals. And when they needed kids, I would, I would, you know, volunteer or they would volunteer me. Performance was always kind of part of our house, our household. I just, I just kind of decided really early on that was, that was what I was going to do.
0: And so you've been on a variety of different shows. I was looking at your resume of different things I found online. I mean, you've been on Shameless, This Is Us, I saw Grey's Anatomy on there. I mean, wow, what an incredible opportunities, like what amazing opportunities that you've had. What has it been like on those different sets?
1: I mean, the great thing about being a guest actor, which is what I did for a really Mm -hmm. long time, where you're sort of like going to one show for an episode or two or for a day or two, is that you get to see so many different sets and and so many different ways of of running a set and you know I've had gotten the opportunity to work with some of the most legendary showrunners Shonda Rhimes for Grey's Anatomy and and John Wells on Shameless and Southland and several several shows and Ryan Murphy and it's just you know it's turned me into a little bit of a tv production nerd I think like I'm, I'm always kind of watching and and seeing how different different sets are run and how different people do things. And I'm really lucky to have gotten to work with such amazing people.
0: Yeah, no, that's so fun. What has been one of your most memorable roles that you've gotten to play?
1: I mean, you mentioned Shameless, which...
0: Which I'm a Shameless fan. So once I I put her together, I was like, oh, I know who that is and her character. And then I was like trying to read what happened to her. Cause I'm like, wait, why is she, where did she go? She needs to come back on.
1: (laughs) Yeah, what happened to her is that I got other jobs, and <laughs> it's, it's sad. It's sad for Melinda.
0: Yeah, because Melinda was just there and then not there.
1: Yeah, she was a waitress at Patsy's, and then... um. And just so you out.
0: know, there's, like, a whole forum on Reddit about where did, where did she go, like, she was oh, there. no, really? <laughs> I
1: love that. There was some there was some talk of bringing her back. By then, I was working on better things in Coop and Cammie, and it was too hard and and mm-hmm. but but shameless was special to me because it was the first time I got to be I think I was on like 14 or 15 episodes over 3 seasons and it was the first time that I got to really settle into a character and to a set and I you know got to know the crew and they got to know me and got to be a little when you're when you're just there for a day you're kind of it's always the first day of school like you're just always on your best mm-hmm. behavior and trying not to get in the way and to do your best work and leave a good impression and then you're done before you really have a chance to like get comfortable. And and so Shameless was the first time that I really got to, you know, build a rapport with Emmy Rossum and with the crew and with the directors and have, you know, there was a day when like I wasn't the newest waitress at Patsy's and you know, people <laughs> were asking me questions and I was like, okay, I feel, you know, I've been here for a while. And so that was also John Wells, the showrunner of Shameless, who's one of the biggest most legendary showrunners in television, works to a very high standard. They work fast. Everyone is expected to be off book, be on top of things. <laughs> you're You're expected to work to a very high level. I really like that. I like that kind of pressure, and um it was good to prove to myself that I could do it and to, you know, let other people have other people be like, "Oh yeah, you can hang with this. That's a nice feeling.
0: And before we hop into your new roles, I mean, I would imagine having so many, having so many guest roles, I would assume that was a lot of different interviews, different auditions. I mean, you must have a really great work ethic to <laughs> go through all of that. Because I feel like that's amazing being able to say you've been on so many things. But what has it been like? Because certainly you probably haven't gotten every single role you ever auditioned for.
1: Oh, no. No. <laughs> nobody does nobody does I think you have to get I mean for me anyway I had to get to a place where I love auditioning if you hate auditioning I mean that's most of your job for at least the early part of your career so like I had to find a way to love doing it so that whether I got the job or not I felt good about it I was excited to have the opportunity like that's your opportunity to act the role is yours for those two minutes you know or however long you're in the room and so Once I got to a place where I loved auditioning and I really looked forward to it, I think people can feel that from you in the room. And and part of, I mean, you're auditioning for the role, obviously, but you're also auditioning to spend anywhere from eight to 15 hours with these people. And so they want someone who's gonna be fun to be around and, you know, not cause problems. And so I think when you clearly love being there, they feel reassured that you're gonna be fun to work with. And that helps a lot. Although I have to say, now that I have some more regular gigs, it's nice. You know, for a long time it was like one audition, one job, one audition, mm-hmm. one gig, and then you're right back to auditioning. So it's it's been nice in these last few years to have auditions that led to like several years of work. Yeah. <laughs> I feel a little. I feel a little spoiled.
0: So let's talk about that. What is it like? Because you're on Got Better Things, and it's Co- and Disney Channel's Coop and Cami. So. It kind of tells us what are those roles like for you now?
1: It's interesting because they're very different shows. Better Things <laughs> is on FX and it is for sure for a grown-up audience. Coop and Cami Ask the World, like you said, is on Disney Channel and is for kids and for parents because parents are watching whatever their kids are watching. But like tonally, they're very different. Coop and Cami is a kind of traditional sitcom setup or multi-camera, what what we call it in television, and Better Things is single camera. And um, the processes are really different, like the just the... The schedules and the process of production is very different. The characters are both working single mothers, which is interesting. Although that's kind of where they part
0: ways. (laughs) Little different lifestyles. Little different lifestyle.
1: Yeah. I mean, the better things is kind of along the lines of what I had been doing. It was a lot of sort of like cable shows. Shameless is like this too, where it's kind of like Is it a drama, is it a comedy? It kind of crosses Mm -hmm. those lines. And I really like shows that do that because because I I think life is like that and that's, you know, I can kind of do both. The brainchild of a woman named Pamela Adlon who is the star and the showrunner and directs every episode and is the head writer and is really like, it's her show. And it's a semi-autobiographical show about her life. So she's a single working actress with three daughters and I play Tressa, her manager, although that part of our relationship kind of falls away, part of her close group of friends who are kind of always around and involved with the kids. And you know, like the, it takes a village to raise three kids in LA (laughs) thing. And um, on Coop and Cammie, I play Jenna Rather who is mother to Coop and Cammie and their siblings Charlotte and Ollie. And then there's Fred the neighbor from next door who's always around. Jenna is a real estate agent. And at the beginning of the show and the pilot, we find out that their dad passed away two years ago and Jenna is ready to start dating. So we get to see Jenna I have a boyfriend who it turns out is the kid's principal, and that kind of, you know causes all kinds of problems and see her at work. And like it, that show was a departure for me because I hadn't done a lot of kids television. I hadn't done a lot of multicam. I really like Jenna. She gets to be imperfect and annoyed with her kids sometimes. She's not sort of a perfect, you know, Disney Channel mom, which is good because I don't think I would
0: get cast as that. <laughs> I feel like she's a really fun role to play.
1: Yeah, it really is. I get to do wacky stuff sometimes. I get to sit back and let them get messy sometimes. It's It's been a lot of fun.
0: What has it been like going from one to the other? Because, you know, you did say they're very yeah. different roles. How do you just transition yourself? Like, what are some of your favorite strategies and tips for going from it's, role to role? It's... It- it's usually pretty easy. Last season, there
1: were a couple of days when I went from one to the other, and that was like in the car. I would be like, okay, I have to change. <laughs> like, which set can I curse on? That's not the most complicated thing, but you know, it is something to keep track of. Harper. <laughs> Harper
0: went um, in. She's like, let me get my Oh my gosh,
1: she's pressing buttons. Okay. <laughs> something that really helps, like to some degree you have to just trust Everything around you, like the writing, is very different. And so, just saying those words, you're going to be in a different place. You know, you get the character so much from the script. Their hair is different. Their clothes are different. And so, it's not that hard. Like once I'm I'm in the hair and makeup chair, like once I see the hair, I so there's always a moment where you sort of go, there she is. Cause they're they're both different from me. And they're different from each other. And so that sort of shows up, and you get the makeup and the clothes, and you're like, okay, there she is. I see her now. I now I have it.
0: So going back in your life, I was like, what kept you going? I guess is what I'm trying to ask because I think it's just incredible. And you have these two huge roles now, you have so many great experiences. A lot of people want to get to your spot someday in their acting careers. What kept you going?
1: I'm really stubborn. Hey, it's working out for you, right? I don't do well with people telling me that um, I can't do something or that, you know, telling me to be realistic and stop trying, it doesn't doesn't work. When I get something in my head that I really want to do and I really, this, you know, this was the life I wanted. And, you know, people close to me know that once I get something like that in my head, I'm probably not going to stop. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really what it takes because like I worked full-time office jobs for 17 years while I was building all of those credits on all of yeah. those shows I was working you know I was working full time and and sneaking away to go to auditions which was really stressful and and having people be like you're on tv why are you still here and I was like well I'm not <laughs> making that much money you have to be willing And a lot of the work is unglamorous and and you don't know if it's ever gonna pay off and so I think there's a lot of just tenacity and 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 there will be times when you will think like is everybody waiting for me to quit am i the only person who thinks this is a good idea (laughs) and you just have to that's when it's good to have your friends and your acting community around you to remind you that everybody goes through that and you get through it
0: yeah no that's great because i think that you know a lot of people like i said they see you in these roles now oh i see her every episode she's on there she's doing great but it's like there's so much more for so many actors.
1: Yeah, a lot I get questions a lot from people who are like, I want to be an actor too. Can you, you know, send me to an agent? And it's like, well, it's not, it's gonna you got a while before before you're ready for an agent. You got some work to do.
0: So what can we expect from Coop and Cammie in the future?
1: That's a great question because We, they are airing the episodes out of the order that we shot them. And so I have a hard time remembering what's aired and what hasn't and what's going (laughs) up. There's some good, there's some ridiculous outfits coming up. (laughs) Oh, and the end of this season has a really nice
0: surprise. I don't think I'll get in trouble for saying that. Um, We won't give out any real details. People will need to watch
1: yeah, exactly. And I don't know what the schedule, you know, the, the sort of situation we're mm-hmm. in right now, The all the airing schedules are changing. So I don't know when they're airing what. I do know the season four finale of Better Things is on this Thursday and all of the seasons of Better Things are on Hulu so people can watch it there if, you know, age appropriate. And Coop and Cammie is on Disney Channel and Disney Plus and Disney Now and Disney whatever, all the things. Um, and season two is airing and they'll be doling out those episodes on whatever schedule they come up with, then hopefully they'll both be back for another season. I think, well, yeah, that was what
0: I was going to go into. So better things like you said, you know, four seasons now, I mean how incredible a lot of shows don't really go that far. So what do you think is helping keep better things going?
1: I don't know how to describe it. It's just a really special show. I hear Mm -hmm. from so many people all the time that they've never seen anything like it. They've never seen anything that reflects, it's it's a very it's a show kind of largely by and about women but it's mm-hmm. not television for women it doesn't feel like you know shows that were sort of marketed to us in the past it really feels like women that you know women that you're friends with in a way that i think people tell us all the time that they've never really seen before um i will, and
0: again, I will agree with you on that because i once we were planning our interview i just haven't gotten through all the seasons yeah. but the first season i was like. This is really a show that like, you want to just keep watching and see what's happening.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, there's something really truthful and human and refreshing about it. Like the characters mm-hmm. aren't perfect, um, their friendships are real, they don't always get along. And we, I mean, this, this is, sounds cheesy to say, but we all love each other. Like I've become good, good friends with so many people from that set. The process of it is, such a pleasure it's just really unlike anything I've ever worked on and and we have a really devoted and growing fan base and so I hope that mm-hmm. means another season I always hope Pam will want to do another season because she she does so much work that at the end of every season I'm like she's got to be exhausted she's not going to <laughs> want to do this again okay, <laughs> and, you're just you're busy too yes I, that's yeah. true I am I yeah. am I'm trying to take advantage of this downtime to do as little as possible
0: yeah, it does seem like a lot of shows do really well when their cast are very close, as you were mentioning, mm-hmm. with everything. So when you are on set, all of the things that we're seeing, like those relationships and that acting, everything just seems so real and authentic. What is it like outside of filming with your castmates?
1: We're just, we're if, if we're not on set working together, we're back near craft services sitting around talking and being shush because we're making too much noise like we (laughs) i I talked to alicia reiner a lot i talked to lucy davis a lot i talked to Diedrich and greg cromer and like we were friends we talk a lot and love spending time together and when we go to premieres or to parties or whatever like we love seeing each other and i really think you can feel that on screen and Mm And, and you can feel the reverse. I've obviously been on shows where people are not crazy about each other and you can feel it and it just makes the day harder. So it's nice. I think when one person is really in charge of a show the way Pam is, like she wants to work with people she likes. Mm-hmm. And that goes for the cast, the crew, like everybody there, Pam picked or approved or knows. And so everybody's there because she likes them and wants to see them every day. And so that makes a good group but you know it wasn't put together by a corporation who isn't there to see how things are going which some shows are i'm always happy to be working on anything but it's it's a real joy to be on a show where everybody really wants to be there
0: and with your current roles they're obviously keeping you very busy and you know i'm sure that once you find out about the next seasons and everything but how are you working when you're not working on set? Like, are you still auditioning? Are you still creating videos? Like how does that work?
1: Yeah. I mean, I cook and bake. Like I think it's important to have things that I'm doing that are creative that are not tied to making money. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Like I, I, I have like jewelry making supplies and, and, you know a lot of the time people are like oh are you going to open an etsy shop like no i i'm just doing this for fun i don't want to make a business out of everything but i do still audition sometimes for things that i can do kind of in between when we're in production on those shows and i write i cook you know what do I do? All, all kinds of things do a little theater a little I, there's an improv show that i do sometimes called gravid water at upright citizens brigade here in la that's really really fun and just Yeah, if i'm not doing something creative for too long i start to get antsy so there's there's always something
0: i saw on there that you are like on your social media and things you kind of shared some of that like inside look with the baking and different things so that's great to know because you know, a lot of us watch you on these shows and we see those characters and people just think, oh, that's what Rebecca's like. And then now we see you mm-hmm. in two different roles. And it's really just cool to talk to someone like you that's done so much and see that you're a real person and you're out there just like getting to play these incredible roles while also being so down to earth. Hmm.
1: I mean, you know, I think having a day job for 17 years will do that to you. like <laughs> I still I still think it's kind of amazing that I get to go to red carpets and, you know, work with Sharon Stone and, you know, there's always going to be a part in the back of my brain that's like you might have to get a day job again any minute, so enjoy this. But Fingers that's, crossed, that's not gonna happen.
0: Like that is just so good to hear though because I mean, you're on Disney Channel. You're on FX. I mean, huge networks and yet you're still like I had a job for 17 years that wasn't doing what I wanted, but I kept pushing and I just, yep. that's very admirable.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I, I, uh, in hindsight, like knowing what I don't know now about how long it would take, I, if I had known in the beginning that it would take that long, I don't know if I would have had the stamina to do it. So I'm glad that I didn't know and that I'm on the other side now.
0: So, in the future, what kind of roles are you wanting to gear towards? Or what can we, is there anything that you have in the works that you can share with us that we can expect to see you in? I know quarantine has kind of probably put a pause on everything. It has, it has.
1: Yeah, there's, you know, there have been emails floating around about like, are you available for this project that's happening? We don't know when, and we don't know where. And it's like, well, sure, (laughs) hypothetically. You know, what's coming next is kind of an open question. I hope, again, there will be more Coop and Kami and more better things. Mm -hmm. So I look forward to seeing what other projects there are gonna be. I just mostly hope that we can all get back to work soon and get back to seeing each other.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca. This was a wonderful interview. I appreciate you being so open with your experience and sharing some fun inside tips and just everything today. So thank you. My pleasure.
1: It was nice talking to you.
0: And if people have questions, um, is it best for them to reach out to you via social media? How do you like to interact with followers?
1: Yep. I am the Rebecca Metz on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca. And Harper, thank you (laughs) (laughs) very much.
1: I will tell her that she did a great job.
0: Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for watching The Sarah Scoop Show. Head to sarahscoop.com for more.